Welcome to the Echo Cast, episode 42. I'm gonna call this one the Info Looms because we're getting there. We are getting there. I think. Maybe. I can't really complain. This was actually a pretty active week with information. And let's talk about it. So content updates. Uh, a few hours ago, I wrapped up about a six hour stream for Autism Speaks and we raised 540 bucks. I think that's pretty awesome. And you should too, or whatever. But seriously, it was a lot of fun. It was cool. I couldn't really, I just uh, had some stuff going on. Couldn't knock out the whole 12 hour stream like I did last time, but I'm super pumped about that 540 in six hours. It was really actually in about five and then four and a half hours. Um, so it was great. So everyone who showed up, thank you. If you couldn't, no problem. I would love to do more stuff in the future and uh, just keep an eye out. Giveaways. So giveaway coming soon. Okay, so I'm going to think up a package including Division 2, maybe some merch, some, some Division merch maybe, maybe some Bond merch. I'm going to make a package. We're going to give it away probably a week and have the, have the giveaway end like maybe a week or two before Division 2 comes out. So... If you have any ideas, I'm going to start working on stuff, maybe start ordering some stuff. Um, I'm thinking maybe like a Division 2 shirt and something, maybe a couple pieces of Bond merch and the copy of the game on your platform of choice. So if you have any ideas, let me know. Uh, I'm probably going to post this fairly soon. What I really want to know is how people think is the best way to do a giveaway. So I've seen a lot of saltiness and such and in, in, in with some people where if you do a giveaway that, that requires someone follow you on Twitter or Twitch or wherever, or it requires that maybe they get extra entries for doing, um, for subbing you say on Twitch, which is something I've done before, um, that there's, there's kind of a negative attitude about it. Um, and I get that. I, I think that's fair. Uh, it, it makes the people seem like, you know, desperate for views or, 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 or just follows and you know, artificially inflating their numbers and, and such. So what's the best way to do it? I'm curious. Uh, is it literally you just click on a thing and you're entered? Um, I'm, I'm open to ideas. I like the idea of... For me, it's not a matter of boosting my numbers. It's a matter of, especially if I'm giving away something specifically related to the division. If I was doing a giveaway for a $50 gift card to Amazon, where everyone and their brother is going to go in, right? Then yeah, I'm definitely boosting numbers. But if I'm giving away like the division and stuff with the division, you know, in theory, that should only be fans of the division. So what's wrong with pushing those people towards, you know, pushing those people towards content that's division based, which, you know, is your own. I'm curious. I'm open to suggestion. 
it's a good thing to put down in the comments of the YouTube video, or if you're listening on another platform, uh, to post it in my, in my discord. If you don't know my discord has a specific section where you can ask questions for the following or the next podcast. And there's also a discussion section in there. It's a little quiet. It's all good. I get it. There's not a whole lot to discuss, even though I think there will be soon. But, you know, feel free, jump in there, let me know. I'm curious about how to do giveaways in a way that makes people feel appreciated and not ripped off. Possible PC upgrade. This is kind of a pie in the sky thing. Um, If you've been to my streams lately, I've talked a bit about, um, I have a decent power unit, uh, GPU, 1070 Ti, and RAM. I have 16 gigs of RAM, DDR4. So, um, when I was looking around, I noticed that basically all I need is a case, a CPU, motherboard, and new hard drives and Windows. And I can have a whole new PC. It's funny how when you already have a decent GPU, how quote unquote affordable a, uh, a new computer can technically be. So, we'll mess with that. We'll see how it goes. The last thing with the content is uh, I did a little testing, did a little fiddling around with the compressor and some some settings in my sound. Uh, I've been getting some comments that my my voice basically doesn't sound as good as it could on the videos and and so on. So I'm working on it. I record with Streamlabs OBS, uh, all of my stuff, everything. I know I've seen some people that use Audacity. Uh, that's fine. I'm just not really sure I want to overcomplicate if I don't have to, but if it really truly is better, maybe I'll mess with that. But I've used Audacity in the past and honestly really didn't like it. I didn't like what it did. So I was probably just using it wrong. So we'll see again in the comments of whatever you're looking at or on my discord. Let me know how it sounds. I'll work on it. And if you're someone, there was someone on YouTube who I sent them back a reply of like, hey, please contact me in some capacity. I would love to get your advice. (laughs) So if you have advice, let me have it. State of the game recap. No state of the game. This has become kind of a, a fun little part of the podcast that has been what, three months or so, which is fine. But no state of the game, which we didn't, they didn't announce one. We didn't expect one. We don't have a January roadmap yet. I assume because if they gave one out, it would spoil a bunch of stuff. So once again, we need clarification on the season pass, stash box, additional activities, so on and so forth. I think it's going to be fine, but for people who are pre-ordering, people who are on the fence just tell us clap clap I'm not going to mention the anti-cheat because now I'm going to talk about it in the division news okay so let me clarify easy anti-cheat was rumored by skill up a couple days ago to be the anti-cheat that's going to be on PC for The Division 2. Now let me say, the immediate reaction I saw from people was, oh, he just broke the alpha NDA. 
he's not dumb, he wouldn't do that. So what that leads me to believe is that he actually talked to a dev, as his tweet says, said, hey, is this easy anti-cheat really going to be in there? And someone who probably pretty smartly wanted to remain nameless confirmed it, but said, hey, I'm not on the record. Do with that what you will. Now, there's also a possibility. They're like, hey, we're not ready to announce this yet, but throw that out there. I see people are freaking out about it. But the unconfirmed news we have right now is that easy anti-cheat will be in the division two. If you don't know what that is, that's the anti-cheat that Fortnite uses. Now I've seen multiple comments lately in the last couple of days of, well, dead by daylight uses that and it's awful. People get right by it. I've also seen people say that on Fortnite, well, Fortnite has it, but on console, people are using aim bots, which makes no sense. So that immediately makes me question whether or not those people know what they're talking about. At the end of the day, um, it's better than what we had before. Uh, you know, I, I never really expected to see like Battle Eye or anything like that. Uh, and even those have their flaws. Um, and this one is used by other games in the Ubisoft world. I believe uh, Wildlands uses it. Um, I was playing Insurgency Sandstorm on stream today and I realized that it has easy anti-cheat. So it's at least something that is there, it's reputable, and I assume it can be improved. So at the very least, if this is true, it's unconfirmed, no one official, no one affiliated with the game has confirmed or denied what SkillUp tweeted. And there that is. Another bit of cool news we got this week was the PC specs. There were four of them. Uh, you can look at it. Um, if I remember, I'll link it down below in whatever description you're watching. Um, but basically, it listed the minimum specs. So 1080p, 30fps as a, uh, a Core 5 250 or 2500 uh, or the AMD equivalent, 8 gigs of RAM, a GTX 670, and 2 gigs of video RAM. That's pretty minimal that, that is a low-end computer um and in, in, in every sense uh the the specs weren't that much higher um to get 1080 60 fps which i think is probably the target for most people the recommended specs that i'm recommending and trust me there's a ton of bias in this is a um, i7 6700k 16 gigs of ram a gtx 1070 and eight gigabytes of video ram the reason i'm i'm biased is because those are essentially my specs i have that processor i have that ram i actually have a 1070 ti for whatever difference that makes and uh, i believe it has eight gigs of ram so a video ram so the thing i'm gonna throw out there is that uh an argument i often hear and see during uh if you bring up the whole console pc thing is that you know, if they ever tried to do crossplay between the two, that consoles would be trounced, even the One X, because, you know, PCs are so much more powerful. And the thing I think people need to realize is these minimum minimum specs they're given here, a very old i5, you know, a very old video card. That's probably the type of system that maybe the I would say the average person is working with. 
Um, I remember it was a couple years ago now, but I saw, I think Steam put out like some numbers because they collect all of that information of what people are using. And I believe that when they put out like what the average user, you know, has specs wise, it wasn't impressive. I think people fail to remember that not everyone has a $2,500 or $10,000 monster. You know, most people have like probably a five or $600 machine or they have a thousand dollar machine five years ago that isn't quite there anymore. I could be wrong. I'm mostly speculating on that. Um, but I think these minimum specs are really good. Basically, the what I the gist that I read from this when I was looking at the specs, and I've seen other people repeat it, is if your computer could run Division One, it can probably run Division Two, and I would say that's a very good thing. What I'm curious about now is obviously separate from this, but I would say related, is whether or not. Uh, we're going to have like options with the consoles. Now I'm going to be straight up. I'm not even going to bother talking about uh, the PS4 or the Xbox one, the base ones. They're going to basically have to optimize the game as much as they can to make those run uh, this game. Well, uh, cause you know, even if it's the same as division one, I remember my original Xbox one. Um, I don't want to say it struggled with the division, um, but it definitely wasn't a smooth experience a lot of the time. Now with the One X, um, it's you know a fair bit more powerful. Uh, it's still not even like a, I wouldn't even consider it, and I don't believe the numbers support that it's even a mid-tier gaming PC. It's not it's still a low-end gaming PC if you want to look at it that way. Um, the PS4 Pro, I honestly don't know much about it. I know it's more powerful than PS4, but not as powerful as an Xbox One X. So, um, but I know for the One X, what I'm curious about is whether or not we're going to have options when it comes to resolution and stuff. I brought this up in a, in a, in a tweet and went back and forth with some people about it. And um, the Division One has 4K support with the One X. It's 4K resolution. And, and it feels like a steady 30 FPS. I'm not bragging about that. That's obviously not that impressive, but I would say it's more impressive than people would give it credit for considering the machine. And I had mentioned that I hope that with division two, we get an option to do like 4k 30 and or 1440 60 FPS. And the immediate reaction was, oh, there's no way I can do that. Can't do it. It's not, it probably can't even do 4k 40, 30. 30 FPS. And I think the thing that people fail to realize is that like when you have a PC, especially a, a high-end PC, you know, you're tweaking all those settings and you're, you know, you know, the, the game can't do it for you, right? Because your PC, even if you have essentially the same stats as someone else, is a different PC. It's built different, it's got different, you know, strengths and weaknesses, you know, because you know, PC games are tough um, for the people who make them, or they can be because they're dealing with people that have, you know, a hundred thousand different setups, you know, no, no two setups are probably ever the same unless two people have the same two Dell XPSs or Alienwares or something. With console, they know exactly what they're working with. They can sit in the studio with a one X hooked up to, you know, a dev machine and 
tweak this and if it works they know it's gonna work on every single one x they can tweak this and if it doesn't work it's not gonna work on every single one x um so what i'm getting at is that i really genuinely believe that 1080p 60 fps is absolutely attainable i genuinely think from looking at some of the stats and stuff i wouldn't be surprised if 1440p 60 is attainable with the proper optimization you know, you're not going to have everything that the equivalent PC would have. I'm just curious. I would love the choice because as cool as 4K looks on the 4K screen I have, I'd be perfectly happy with 1440p at a higher resolution or at higher frames um, just for some extra smoothness and stuff like that on the Xbox. But we shall see. Another bit of news we got was the... Uh, that Epic was picked over Steam to distribute Division 2. Um, the first thing I'm going to throw out that I think people have missed or don't care about or didn't care to consider um, is that it's still going to be on Uplay. And I assume that if you buy it on Epic, the Epic Game Store, it's going to just open up Uplay and play it. So, you know, the... The concerns I saw about this was that people were, well, Steam has a regional pricing, Steam has a reasonable return policy and things like that. People were worried that Ubisoft essentially picked Epic because they wouldn't be able to return the game so they could make more money. Um, obviously the, the profit sharing deal is way better with Epic because they're trying to hurt Steam. And then the regional pricing. Well, in the last couple days, Epic has made substantial changes in their policies and now they have regional pricing and they significantly changed their return policy and it looks like it basically mirrors Steam or any competitor. The, the only thing left I've noticed is that I guess there was more than a couple people who had like Steam credit saved up or had Steam. I saw someone said they had a Steam gift card, which like... That's definitely a bummer. I get it. <laughs> but like... Why? I don't know. I don't understand. I'm also not... I don't have any loyalty to Steam. I used it the day it was released. Back when I played Day of Defeat. And you know all of those fun games. And I remember sitting there with my I think 56k connection. Trying to download Steam and make it work. You know like that first day they put it out. Uh, and all the Half-Life mods and all that fun stuff that it, you know, worked with. Um, so, I mean, I'm not unfamiliar with it. I just, I guess I never learned that brand loyalty the way a lot of people did. I think the Epic thing is a good deal. I think it's going to give Steam competition. I've heard um, that there's a lot of studios who don't care for Steam because of the amount of money they take from sales. Um, in that they, uh, since they're kind of the only dog on the street, even with all of the different companies putting out their own um, hubs or whatever, uh, that now they probably have some legit competition from Epic. And at the end of the day, competition's good, whether uh, the, the previous top dog likes it or not. It's, uh, it happens. And at the end of the day, it tends to make companies better. A little tidbit I think is really interesting is now that Bungie has left Activision, uh, I would say there's like a 99% chance that we see Destiny 3 
and any further Bungie titles come out on the Epic Game Store. I would not be surprised one bit if that's what happens. The last bit uh, I have here is about the Extremist Malice issue one, the Dark Horse comic for The Division. Uh, they're putting out three issues before I think right, I think February, and I think one comes out right before Division Two releases. Uh, that tells a story of Caleb Dunn or Dooney. I'm not sure how you would say his name. Uh, who's a, a second wave agent um, who you're introduced to. I won't go into the story. I'll let you read it. Um, what I will say is that I really enjoyed the comic a lot. I read it the like within like 10 minutes of it coming out. Um, really enjoyed it. I think that the lore they included was actually really neat. Um, you can tell that Dark Horse did their research. There were lots of little details in the comic that uh, kind of made me smile when I noticed them. And there's some appearances too that I think in this first issue you'll really enjoy. And um, maybe I hope that there's more in the second and third. Um, I'm under the impression that the, by the third, um, Caleb's supposed to end up in DC. I may be wrong. I may be confusing that with the Alex Irvine book that's going to document April Keller and how I believe she actually ends up at DC. Maybe they both do, but it'd be super cool to see either the, 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 the lead of the comic and or April end up in DC for the story of Division 2. But we shall see. The last thing with the comic is if you look on Amazon, you can order the digital versions one by one. There's also a pre-order for a hardback, but that won't ship until July. What that is, is it's all three issues in one comic and it's a hardback book. So I would say it's more of like a collector's item unless you're just the most patient person on earth and you're willing to wait um, another six months or so or seven months to get that. So just keep that in mind. For the speculation and discussion, I don't have a ton of stuff like like last week. I kind of was just peeking around for some community topics to talk about. Um, the main one I have is and I probably spoke about it last week at some point. Uh, it's kind of the whole deal with skill up and how people were saying that he broke NDA. Maybe he did for all I know, but I don't I don't think so. He's a smarter guy than that. Uh, this whole rumors and leaks thing has been kind of funny. At the end of the day, it kind of doesn't matter. Uh, but to me, it has been entertaining to watch uh, to watch people walk the tightrope of, uh, you know, well, I didn't sign an NDA. I didn't play the alpha. But here's some some wink wink rumors I've heard. Definitely not from someone who definitely played the alpha and is just feeding me info. <laughs> it's at the end of the day, it's probably a no harm, no foul situation. I highly doubt they put anything in the alpha that they didn't assume would would, you know, leak out eventually. Um, but I kind of just wish that people would at least try to mask it a little bit. You know, um, I'll give some people credit. I've seen seen some people just straight up. Uh, there was a video I saw on YouTube where a person straight up was like, I'm allowed to post this due to this law in this blah, blah, blah. And it was like, it was so funny because you could tell the person like, like they know they aren't supposed to be putting this information out. Like they're fully aware, um, but they found, you know, someone on the internet told them that there's this regulation that says that they're allowed to. Um, 
at the end of the day, it's not hurting anyone. I just think it's, I'm curious to what um, it's going to look like for the people who are kind of walking this tightrope um, once everyone has the info. Uh, I, I, the biggest issue I had with a lot of the, you know, the quote unquote leaks about the alpha was um, how much of the information was wrong or was just incorrect. Um, the problem being is that if you if you yourself don't want to break NDA, you can't comment because the only way you can comment is by confirming or denying NDA material. Uh, so the the rumors and leaks thing has been kind of funny. Um, it's kind of I'm sure it's kind of frustrating for the people involved with the game. Again, I highly suspect they weren't ignorant to the idea that stuff would get out. Um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting and, and that's OK uh, on that topic. I think it's interesting to see that um, there's a lot of rumors and, and I and I only talk about this because I haven't seen anyone actually like give me any indication they've gotten this from like a leak. But there's a lot of people who are just throwing out there that the embargo ends on the 17th. Um, everyone's so sure about that. And what I'll say is I haven't really pressed anyone. I'm in this weird spot where like, I know people who have this information, uh, but I don't want to be that guy. I, I really don't. Uh, I've really tried to be like, you know, from, from going to the star player event at E3 and you know, I've met people who I could hound and annoy with this, with these questions. Um, but I would like them to, to not hate me. So I don't, um, but it seems like this must have popped up from somewhere and the timing seems right. You know, I mean, it doesn't seem that crazy that the 17th would possibly be maybe a stay of the game. Um, and in, in either the day or the last day uh, or the day before, you know, all of those people who went to the DZ event in December in North Carolina and Sweden, um, then, you know, that they can finally put that information out. I know me myself, I'll be looking for the information from like uh, Marco style and Taylor. I'm very curious. Uh, I, I think they have two different takes on things. They, they kind of look at different things. So I think between the two of them, for me, that's where I kind of want to get my information. Uh, but obviously there were a ton of creators there and I'm sure there's going to be lots of people um, that fit your preference for content. Uh, so be on the lookout. I'm, I have a pretty good feeling by the end of next week, there might be something worth talking about, which hopefully will make the podcast next week two hours long. Maybe I'll have a guest so you guys don't have to listen to me talk about all of the crazy info we have. Um, I will say uh, keep an eye out if there is a state of the game this coming week or even the week after. Um, I will live tweet it, assuming I uh, at work I'm able. Uh, if I have that hour or 30 minutes off, uh, I can I can eat lunch around at the time that they typically have uh, the stay of the games, so I can take lunch and I can live tweet. So I know a lot of people um, can't listen or watch the state of the game live, and I have a feeling it would be uh, useful if people want. Uh, my take on it. I try to leave opinion and stuff like that out of it. Uh, I save that for later uh, and I'm sure I'll make some videos if we do get some stuff. So I do my best to just give you the info that they're spitting out. Um, so yeah, I think that's going to be the podcast this week. I 
don't really feel like just rambling on this time so this one actually might be a bit shorter than some of the other ones but i highly suspect that here in the next few weeks and especially months uh, that's gonna change and i can't wait please comment on the youtube comments or leave a review on itunes both of those things help me a ton uh, if you're on youtube also be sure to check out my other videos i've been trying to make four to five minute videos that uh, wrap up uh, new topics and then give my opinion on them afterwards if you have any questions for the podcast make sure to ask on twitter or discord the links to both of those should be somewhere on the page you are looking at uh, the Echo Cast is on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. You can support via Anchor as a supporter. It's kind of like Patreon. Or on Twitch through subs, bits, and tips. If anyone's still listening, I highly suggest tips. If you want to give bits or whatever to, a, to someone who streams and things like that, bits don't make sense because Twitch takes some of your money before it even gets to the streamer tips a lot more of it goes to them and i bet they'll appreciate it a whole bunch more but i bet they'll appreciate anything just as i do if you want to find me on twitter youtube or twitch i am bond diesel if you want to find me on instagram i am bond diesel underscore twitch that's what i've got this week and how about until next time <laughs>